I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, I'm Sarah Pascoe. Hello, I'm Carrie Lloyd. And we're weird about books. We love to read. We read too much. We talk too much. About the too much that we've read. Which is why we've created The The Weirdos Weirdos Book Club. Join us! A space for the lonely outsider to feel accepted and appreciated. A place for the person who'd love to be in a real book club but doesn't like wine or nibbles. Or being around other people. Is that you? Join us. Check out our Instagram at Sarah and Cariad's Weirdos Book Club for the upcoming books we're going to be discussing. You can read along and share your opinions. Or just skulk around in your raincoat like the weirdo you are. Thank, Thank you for reading with us. We, we like reading with you. This week's book guest is Living My Best Life, Hun, by London Hughes. What's it about? It's a rags to riches story. If the rags is being bullied by bitches and Thornton Heath and the riches is fame, success and, well, more riches. What qualifies it for the Weirdos Book Club? Well, London's autobiography is how we found out she once had her own book club, The Roll Dogs. Need we say more? In this episode, we discuss bullying, Babe Station, Tony Blair, Alan Carr, LA and smooching your teddy bear and joining us this week is London herself we are so excited to have a very special guest book and guest this week because this week we are not only our guest book is London Hughes living my best life hun but our guest is London Hughes who's living her best life hun hey hi ladies hello Hello. it's um it's lucky because living your best life hun that's more like the end of the book isn't it (laughs) literally (laughs) because there's a lot of stuff before living best life yeah that's why I did it I was like there's the other stuff that is on very much on the path to living your best life on the path oh Yeah. yeah But Definitely I, on route. Yeah. I, I, you know, I see the picture of you on the front. You look so glamorous. I know, I know how well things are going for you. So I was like, this is a story of like LA life. <laughs> and it's like, no, 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 Thornton Heath. <laughs> <laughs> it starts in Croydon. Oh yes, my God. We're going, we're starting back there. It's yes. so brilliant. It's so funny. Thank and you. it is so truthful. We started this book group because we wanted to look at books that made people feel better about themselves. Mm. And that's what your book does massively. Thank yes. you. Because you could have really missed some stuff out. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, there were stories when I wanted to message Sarah and be like, I can't believe she's put that in. Wait, like, wait, which one? Okay, I'm going to tell you. So, Okay, so, you know, talking about being bullied, I think is amazing because so many people were, you know, there's a whole spectrum of unpopular to like, you know, school is horrible. Yes. And when you're going through it, you think that's it forever. Yeah. And that's who you are. Yes. So many people have a terrible time at school and then think, okay, that's why I want to do something with my life to prove that yes. I'm not what they thought of me or that. So, But then when you're like getting off with your teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Marcel. 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 Marcel, shout out to Marcel. I yeah. like that he's a recurring character. Yeah, and like, but every Marcel. time you don't even get a boyfriend, you're like, me, Mar- Marcel be so proud. <laughs> but, then, but that's not the low point of your romantic no, life, in my no. opinion. That's sitting on Tony Blair's lap. Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe this Tony yeah. Blair. One that you met him. Yeah. The bizarreness that you met him and then you formed a deep crush on deep him. Deep crush. Met him because he, deep like, crush. he he picked you out of the crowd. Out of a crowd. <laughs> I didn't know Tony Blair was that guy. <laughs> yeah, we should say, this is not, that sounds much worse it than it is. It sounds so much worse than it was. I was, I was, 11, club. It I was is, 11 years old. It is worse. She was a child. <laughs> <laughs> it is worse. No, he's celebrating the win, right? Yes, the win, he just won. He Your just... mum was a massive Labour supporter. Yes. 
And the bus was you had a little flag. Down. I had a flag. I was doing a real good flag routine. <laughs> <laughs> I was really twirling them flags. Even then, you knew, like, yes. you want to get picked, you gotta, you gotta stand it. out. Yeah. So I was twirling around these flags, and then as this bus was driving by, and everyone on top of the bus, all the MPs and Tony were just waving at everybody, and I just went in. I went in, flang up the flags in the air, caught them, span around, did a cartwheel. I went in, and then he just pointed at me and was like, "Come up." So Aww. me and my mum came on the bus and, and you sat on, his sat on his lap and he smelled like peaches. And just, <laughs> Rich people smell really nice. He smelled yeah. so good, man. Yeah. And I just was in love. I just was in love from then. Is it because he was powerful? I, <laughs> I don't think I knew he was powerful at oh, the time. Oh, really? Because I was like, what year was it? I don't even know when he came. I was 97. So I was yeah. eight. Yeah. I didn't yeah. really know what that meant. Yeah. I just was like, this man, this smiley, big-mouthed man. <laughs> he works for the buses. Yeah, he's just so nice. He's, red is my favourite colour. Yeah, <laughs> It's red everywhere. Yeah, I was just in awe of the moment. I oh, think it wow. was the romanticising, I was romanticising the moment. Yeah, if yeah. he'd have kissed me right there and then, I would have... <laughs> and, and so you're not joking be an exclusive about podcast. having a crush on no, Tony Blair. No, I had a massive crush on him. Oh, I didn't think it was Yeah, joking. no, it wasn't It joke. felt, I could feel it the was I kept waiting for you to go, ah. No. <laughs> I felt it. I it was, was very real real this very person. real yeah but lots of women did at the time yeah it was a w- and i hated sheree hated yes, her i thought it was very funny that you really more, more than rochelle from the saturdays more than rochelle from the saturdays i had to apologize to sheree and I, listen babes <laughs> shout yeah. out to sheree shout out to sheree she got so much hate from this yeah. little eight-year-old girl hated her yeah hated i think her. a lot of the country wasn't that nice yeah there wasn't and i added yeah. it and i was part of it oh, and i'm yeah. sorry sheree i just wanted your man <laughs> That's yeah. it. But it, it won't even like, oh, I think it's, you know, like her policies no. or the way she influences. No. The She's a human rights lawyer. Yeah. 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 I know. I remember distinctively remember not liking her lipstick. Wow. And it was red, Don't probably. Like lipstick. Yeah, it was just <laughs> red lipstick and it was just remember like, eh, no, Sheree. Yeah. So but yeah. I feel like that's. You think like, I should have left that out of the book? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked I'm, it. A cow- I'm a coward and a people pleaser. Right. So, yeah, if I, I, w- I would edit certain things out because, like, you're really honest. I really, really liked him. And then, you know, the Iraq war, we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I would look back and go, I don't want people to think I like a man who started all this unrest in the Middle East yes. and murdered people. So I'll say. <laughs> I didn't really. I, I, I hated him from the minute he was right, elected. Right. Yeah. No, I I loved him. Then Iraq, I was. We fell out. We broke up, and yeah. we were. Yeah. I never spoke to him again. But are you? But you said that you thought that Labour were really popular with black people. Yeah. Yeah. They were. They are. They are. Still, they are. I think. Yeah. No. What is England politics nowadays? <laughs> what yeah. is this country? It's very confusing. <laughs> it's very yeah. confusing. Yeah. There's, but, no, there's no one to fancy. There's London. no one to fancy. Oh, What's Kiss, his name? Keir Starmer. Come on. <laughs> Literally, no one to fancy. It's like you so no, no. Although I'm in a movie with Jeremy Corbyn, oh, and I know him. It's, it's out. It's called Some Otherhood. It's out very soon. And uh, I met Jeremy. It's called I'll, what? Some Otherhood. Some Otherhood. Okay. Adam Deacon has a film. It's coming out in all cinemas. Yeah. It's called Some Otherhood. Yeah. And I'm in it with Jeremy Corbyn. And I met Jeremy Corbyn on the set, and yeah. he has a very silver fox sugar daddy vibe yeah, i can't I believe you've him. fallen for another one i don't know what it is <laughs> when there was the expenses scandal do you remember all the politicians were oh, claiming yeah. all yes. that stuff yeah like duck houses and yes all that. <laughs> jeremy corbyn was the one who'd only he'd only uh, charged for one printer cartridge yeah Aww. yeah so there's things about him but balance, either not, yeah well he yeah he definitely in back in the day i would have called it inner swagger Mm. That's when I'd like, be like, I like when a guy has inner swagger. Inner swagger. I, I know would what you say mean. Jeremy yeah. Corbyn and Tony Blair inner swagger. both have inner swagger. Keir Starmer, not so much. Yeah, I never met him. You Do you know who also it. has inner swagger? Prince King Prince Charles. King Prince Charles. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> right, his name. Yes. King, King Prince Charles. Charles. King Prince Charles. Where, where did you meet King Prince Charles? I did a funny woman gig for Armed Forces the day. Oh wow. And uh, King Prince Charles was there when he was a prince. It's a hundred percent his name. A hundred percent staying as his name, King Prince and, Charles. Uh, he, yeah, he made a beeline for me and he told me I was far too pretty to be a comedian. That's what my mum says to male comedians. Oh, oh she, really? She, my mum met Tony Law in Edinburgh. I'd only ever heard creepy men saying it before. No right. offence, King Prince Charles. Yeah. But um, my mum said to Tony Law, I said, I'd just come out of Tony Law's show and I said to my mum, that's the show I just saw. And she just looked him up and down and went, you're too handsome for a comedian. See? And then she did say that to Sean Walsh as well. She too handsome for a comedian. And then she told me she, he looked like Mick Hucknall. Oh, so it was, like, it was like, give him, give him with one hand, take, take away with the other. It's yeah. like, ah. <laughs> There's something that you two have in common. Oh, yeah. When I was reading, London, your description of 
sort of teaching yourself to dance, not just oh, dance in general, but in yes. a sexy way, <laughs> in a way that's going to impress people at school. Yes. I, one person popped into my mind and that was um, twerking Gary Adler. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Carrie adds work. Carrie adds. Carrie adds the kind of sexy dancing after half a Smyrna fire, which makes all the boys on the dance floor sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie adds. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm like the girl that climbs up on the podium, which is what London is. What? Yeah. Yes. I, I know. You wouldn't know. expect it. You wouldn't expect it. I'm the girl who clears. I'm like get. I, yeah. Bit of Justin Timberlake comes way. on. I need room. You're gonna do routine. I'm up on the, on the podium. I'm, I'm doing the routine. Carry on. When? Why have if we never pole, gone out? If there's a pole, it's no. a prop, and I'm why going. Why have we never party? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I'm exactly. not really a partier, but I'm an Wait, amazing I've seen dancer. You out. We've been at parties, and you. No, you haven't seen me dance at parties. No, clearly not. You would have. We would have. Because we would have we would have been like, dancing. Oh, you yes. would have locked yes. eyes across yeah. the dance floor. Because and yes. same as you, like if someone's soulmate. dancing properly, you're like, thank God, someone here is actually yeah. going to do 100%. this. Hundred percent. Because the rest of these fuckers, what we'll are they doing? Stand, they're just going to stand there. <laughs> Go away. Take up space. Yes. Stop taking up space. Stop taking up space where I can That's do a That's me holding my wine, doing a side to side. Yeah. Yeah. No. Doing a side no. to side. No. I don't need the alcohol. No, I don't need that. We, listen, I need the space. <laughs> I need the space. <laughs> the and space. The, and the good song. The and good I need the song. people to clear the way. Clear the way. And and in, if you're coming towards this, you better You not better be bringing You're bringing it. Don't come to say, oh, this is fun. No. No. Move out the way. You're going to get kicked. Kicked? Yes. Or hair flicked? Yes. Oh, yeah. You're going to be pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. And my hair's going to be in a drink. At, at, at university, yes. Carrie Ad would have neck injuries the next day. Same. From oh, hair whipping. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, we see each other. We see each other. I see, you, I see you. I see you. I got an acting job from dancing at an Edinburgh party. Look at that. Because they, and then they. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was um, Pappies. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pappies, then they, but the agent rang and was like, oh, they want you to do this part. And I was like, oh, okay. And it, I read it and it said, oh, she's like really overly sexy dancing in a way that's like intimidating at this party. And then when I got to Glasgow to film it, they were like, can you just do exactly what you did <gasps> at the Gilded Balloon party? Oh, my God. How and did you remember feel? you had denim hot pants? Do you have, can we get her in denim hot pants exactly yeah, like she, she was did? Playing Matt Crosby's sister, who's then oh like dancing so sexually, it's embarrassing. And it was complicated because obviously I was. You felt like you were doing really well and killing it, and yeah. that was your moment. And yeah, they're like, dancing. "How embarrassing! How intimidating!" Yeah, men. Uh. But then it was quite funny because <laughs> I think I can say this: <clears throat> Tom Parry had like really cracked his head. Yes. On the shoot, and yes. they covered it up. They'd put makeup on, so we did it fine. Then it, I happened to finish the last episode. There was a rap party. Yeah. And so at the rap party, I started doing my dancing, which for me is normal dancing. Normal. And I. Went up to Tom and I was like, are you ready? And I gave him, you know, a bit of the yeah. proper dancing. Yeah. And the, the kind of stuff that people charge for. Charge, <laughs> charge for. And he, he was so, my dancing was so good, his head started bleeding. Oh my God. <laughs> and he was like, my head's bleeding. Stop it, carry on, go away. Oh my God. We would have complimented each other because yes. I'm, I'm choreo. So I know the routine I'm, to every oh, music I'm video. I'm improv. So oh, yeah. I, so like, <laughs> yeah. I'll improv, improv, improv. But then chorus, whatever song from Beyonce to Liberty X. You got it. I've got the routine. Do you know why? Down. It's because oh, okay. the dweeb still lives within you. <laughs> the dweeb <laughs> is within me. Um, that it's inner dweeb. It. The dweeb, inner dweeb, my inner dweeb, the dweebiest yeah. part of your book. Oh, please he does have me. some dweeby bits. Yeah, give me, no, my, my, my book is very you, dweeby. You, but you've written a book, and you were once in a book club yes. called the Rolled Dogs. <laughs> Yes, which I mean, made me so feel adorable. Like she's in the. This is the right space for you. Oh, yeah. thank this you. Welcome to our book. Yeah. yeah, I love you. Read reading. What's it called? I that to me was a new level. New level. Do you know what? Have you read SEO Trot? No. SEO Trot is backwards tortoise. The word. Yes. And they read it backwards. That's mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. With school friends. Yes. Yeah. Just you and Marcel. When did the when did the bullying begin? When did it start? I wonder why it started. But I would have thought that was cool. I thought it was cool. It is cool. I so I don't know. Every summer holidays, it was like the book. There was like a incentive to read books, and so yeah, yeah. like if you read ten books in a week, you got this sticker and this mm. badge, and you had to work your way up. Club, yeah. yeah, so I was part of that, but we were very competitive. So mm. the roll dogs, we were just basically, <laughs> we it. were basically meet together and then just outread every kid in the in the like surrounding areas, so yeah, that yeah. we could be the top of the book table. Yeah, and we were. Yeah, repeatedly. So like, also I just think don't come for me. What, 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 what's also what's implied in that, like reading is so valuable 
in so, so many ways, mm. but in terms of confidence, learning about the yeah. lives, but also vocabulary. You ended up writing. Yes. We weren't a book club. We were a library gang. Oh, and oh, there's sure. a difference. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay. Library gang. Yeah, yeah. you but can you can you can rebrand cool. that yeah. as much as you like. I was in a gang. Is yeah, what you're it saying. was a gang. <laughs> yeah. It was a library gang. Yeah, but it was a gang. Was Continue. anyone scared of the library they gang? They should be. <laughs> they should be. The thesaurus I, lot should have been I can't scared go in of there. us. I haven't even finished Matilda. Literally, bean bags. There's four bean bags. We had every one of them bean bags. <laughs> that's that's priority. Yeah. We had that whole corner yeah. next to the dictionaries. I believe you. Thank you. <laughs> that's what I thought was amazing about this book of like how much writing you were doing yeah. right even from the beginning like rewriting episodes Frasier. of Frasier yeah. and Fresh Prince fan fiction yeah, yeah Frasier and Fresh Prince which again we're the similar generation yes. where that was like Everything. the things that were available to us yeah. and, and seeing those American comedies I loved them I didn't then go and write an episode of it I was just oh. like imagine meeting right. them like, but you were like this is my wife yeah. but, but obviously that came as well because we wouldn't have the thing of watching it going all of these characters are white if I, no, uh, no, if, no. I if I dream of being in this I would have to write it invent and make it. it yeah yeah. I, what was your you said you were going to be Daphne's so adopted. in Frasier yeah because yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought that was a good storyline thank you so in Frasier it was lacking the black people let's be very clear yeah, yeah. and so my character was Frasier's adopted daughter Denise Yes. And so because I'm British and very smart, Fraser would use me to help him get the ladies yes. and I would in turn like end up dating their sons. And it would be and good. So you we and would, Daphne we would, would have, have good rapport. That would have exactly. been good. We British would, people it, together. And it was fun. Like it, yeah. was a, it was something that I just did for fun. Whereas with the Fresh Prince, yeah. I actively was like, let me help them out because yeah. I want to be on this show. <laughs> and so like, even when I'm thinking about like, being on a show I'm like let me write myself in it so they don't have to yeah, yeah, so it's I done. It's done. wrote it out by hand the free part I gave myself a free yes. part episode arc only three episodes because I had it was Easter holidays yeah. and so I only had two <laughs> weeks so I knew I couldn't fit in the full season yeah yeah three yeah. episodes I wrote it out by hand and the my character which in hindsight wouldn't have worked because the age difference but in my mind yeah my character was ashley will's little sister i was her english tutor and i had yes, like a little good. love interest which was will and we had this on again off again relationship which she often did with girls who were connected to ashley who were like right. more clever nice girls right. not the girls that he had found right but at the time i'm like yeah. 11 so really not cool he yeah. was 17 in the show not sure it would have worked no but we decide to break up because Ashley's education comes first. Yeah. Which and is then, such a Fresh Prince storyline. Thank you. But also they would have been like, no, that's it. And you would have walked out and you would have done that thing where you, you had the goodbye scene at the yes, door. Yes, and you would, And you would have had your book. Yes. And he would like... Look back once yeah, and walk like, away. See you later. And then you would have closed Bye, the Will. Door. And then Jazzy Jeff would have come on oh, for the yeah. punchline. 100%. Yeah. I'm astonished that an 11 year old has the yes. wisdom to go, her education comes first. Yes. <laughs> What do you mean? Yeah. 11 year old that's part of the library gang. Yeah. Roll dogs. <laughs> but yeah. what I think is also interesting, which comes across in your career, is that like I watched those shows and love them and I didn't have anybody, like none of my family in this show business yeah. at all. So I was just like, that's telly. Telly's over there. Goodbye yeah. telly. Not for me. But yeah. that you were like, no, I'm, I'm getting into that television. Yes. Like, I think that's so impressive. I like, feel like, I don't know where it came from. Yeah. Because I just always remember thinking I'm running out of time. And I remember thinking that Even Britney, at 11. Yeah, because Britney Spears made it at 12 yes. and a half. No, at 12 on um, Barney. Not mm. Barney. Mickey Mouse Club. Yes. Mickey Mouse and Club, I remember yeah. thinking like, she's on Mickey Mouse Club from 12. Her, Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera, they're all on the Mickey Mouse Club. I'm not on the Mickey Mouse Club. I'm in Fort Wayne Heath. I haven't even been on Barney. What are we doing, <laughs> mum and dad? How are we helping my career? And they were just like, no. And I was just like, how? And I just thought that like, I just have to do this myself. And so whether it was trying to climb in the television when I was five, mm. trying to get the news to come to my house because I wanted to be on TV. So I'd be like making up, speak. I tried to start a fire. It didn't work. Like little things. <laughs> I, fire, fire is the word that comes to mind when you're describing this. It's yeah. like a battery. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, people always ask, like, what advice would you give to people yeah. who, you know, may, you know, maybe don't know their way into an industry? That is what you need. First of all, yeah. before yeah. anything else, a bit of delusion. 100%. Yeah, yeah. And just enough of a fire that when people keep saying no to you, because they will, no matter yes. how talented or beautiful or good at singing you are, 
everyone will mostly say no. Yeah, yeah. And the fire just goes, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that rejection letter, vroom, vroom. Literally, even like calling up, because my parents didn't know how to get into the business and they did not care. And uh, I went and got the yellow pages and looked for an agent in the yellow pages and found a estate agent. And called up Foxtons and Bestony, Bestoeves. There are worse agents out there. <laughs> right. And I asked them for representation and I got my number blocked, my mum's number blocked. <laughs> oh, I love that story. Yeah, where Foxtons were like, don't call us anymore. <laughs> yes. I'm sad that someone at Foxtons didn't go, what am I doing at Foxtons? I could be managing this girl. Literally. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, this is a good team. I'm good at selling. She's got the vibe. My thing was always, all they have to do is notice me mm. and they will see. And the thing is, even though it sounds delusional at the age of 10, 9, 8, whatever, it actually happened. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Like, but that's what I mean. If you keep doing it, you can sort of bulldoze the world. Yeah. Like, it's like, who's stronger? Yeah. Me and my will. Exactly. Or you and your nose. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go through some of the jobs you've had. Oh my God, oh, let's go. Should we start with Babe Station? Yeah. Babe Station. Because I had no idea you'd done that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so impressive. Because essentially you're saying like, it's just you and a tripod on your computer. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day. People. Yeah. Before it was... Yeah. And, and, like, and daytime is, is less yeah, integral. Yeah. yeah, so for me, TV's TV. Whether it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's Babe Station or CBBC. TV's TV. Yeah. So my first telly job, I was in music videos, like UK rap music videos, mm. just looking pretty in the background. They weren't calling me. I don't know. They why. weren't. They should have been with <laughs> the moves that been, you had. Should have been. No, you. And you, and you called you once. I can do Enya. Not Enya. I could. I'd do it. Hey. Dancing, Car- dancing. No, dancing, Carrie, dancing. me and you need to hit some club. Listen, <laughs> I don't care that you got kids now. We're doing it. Yeah, as long as there's one that opens at 4 p.m. <laughs> you can get an Uber at 6.30. 6, yeah, yeah. you've got things to do. Do you have a hot chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. essentially, I just was like, I was background in these music videos and I would, during, like, between the scenes, I would be making everybody laugh. And one of the girls who was also background in the music video was like, would you ever do TV work, like presenting? And I was like, what? Yes. Yes. I like just turned 18. I was like, yes, please. And she was like, okay, well, there's this, like this show, it's called Flirt UK. I didn't know it was called Babes. She was like, it's called Flirt UK and it's 20 pound an hour and it's live TV. I was like, yes, yes, yes. And it was in the QVC building. Oh, wow. So I go to the QVC building, like, oh my God, I'm about to like live my best life. I'm going to be on live television. And I just see these babe station signs everywhere. And then I go in and she tells me, to come and watch her do what she does and like essentially she's like in a tight little top in front of a camera fully clothed just talking and then like it gets to like 11 p.m and she leaves and these girls with like lingerie just replace her and get their tits out and start figuring themselves and i'm like oh but tv's tv <coughs> yeah TV's so, tv i'm gonna do this yeah and so essentially and 20, time. And 20, and 20, 20, 20 pounds an hour is oh, a lot, was a lot of money, money in huge. 2007 yes i'm thinking about the jobs that we used to do like for pro- four pound an yeah. hour was what i was getting mm. when i was yeah. 16 working in primark yeah. so 20 pound an hour yeah, was insane. Like, yeah, that's huge. And then essentially it was back when you could text through the TV. So it would be like yeah. a screen and it had like a rolling chat at the bottom. Me in the top being like, hi guys, you're watching Flat UK with me, London Hughes. If you want to flat through the TV, you know what to do. And they would text in. You could still do that job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they would text in and be like, hey, this is Roy. Roy likes redheads. Hey Roy, if you're into a bit of Roy, text in. And they would yeah. text in. And also you're a very sex positive person. Yes. That comes- becomes so clear in your book yeah yeah so it's not like you're faking something no there. you're not scared of the fact I'm, that the men are yeah, around I or done fancy that people well i, I was naive because i would making be making funny bits i had a thing called hughes's shoes yeah. where i talk about like someone was like show us your sh- what shoes and i was like okay oh you didn't know they were didn't kinky. know it was a fetish and oh, then our no. viewers just, and my producer was like, we've had the most viewers in yeah. since in shoe, the daytime. They were all texting each other. She's showing, her shoes. She's showing her yeah, shoes. Yeah, shoes was a thing. And I would tell stories about dates I'd been on with guys and people would find it funny. And it really helped. I didn't know I wanted to be a stand-up. I wasn't Basically, a stand-up, stand-up Yeah, Yeah, it was early, my early stand-up days. Yeah, yeah. Early, early. And I had no idea. Because you're figuring out that relationship of your voice and the camera. Yeah. And why not do that on Babe Station? Is that of, in the daytime? Yeah, in the daytime. <laughs> in the daytime. In the daytime. <laughs> What's inspiring for people to listen is, look, yeah, you will read some autobiographies that people went to RADA and then went yes. to Broadway and then went into oh the movies. Oh my God, yeah. But actually most people have a journey that's sort of like yours. Yeah. Where it's like you say yes to a lot of things. Everything. And then you look back and go, wow, I learned that then. Yeah. Or oh, that was depressing. 
I, I didn't think I was doing what I wanted to do, but it really prepared me for this later 100%. on. But it reminded me of when I met you because we met at university. I love this. And I was very much of the like, if they say no, okay, sorry, I'm ever so sorry I bothered you. I'm going to go away and live on a rock. Right. And uh, I had no fire. And then Sarah would just be like, well, we'll just get jobs as tour guides because it's basically performing. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just what? Just performing with like because again. We would be stuck in traffic, sort of. We'd run out of history, and you'd be going, "And on your left, there's a Pret-a-Manger <laughs> or a postbox exactly. or something." And I, when I found stand-up, I was like, "I am used to talking for two and a half hours yeah. at a time about on a microphone, nothing. Yeah. yeah, about nothing, and, and not being scared when I don't have anything anymore." This is your the mouth thing. keeps moving. This is the thing. Yeah. And Babe Station doing live TV yeah, prepared me for doing live TV on CBBC. Yeah, mm. yeah, of course. Same skills. People are like how I'm like same skills. It's I just didn't course. have a puppet. Yeah. But yeah. same although if you, you well, could have had a puppet I could have had a puppet <laughs> sexy puppet I could have had a sexy puppet yeah. but same skills I think a very similar thing you then did when you did stand-in work yeah for oh. Alan Carr's show film a panel show they get yeah. people to sit in your chair beforehand with a sticker on saying yeah. they're you yeah and people like London are rare but it yeah. does happen where someone sees it as an audition yeah. it is a TV show the producers are watching the host is sometimes there mm-hmm. you, had, you had lots of interaction with Alan yeah and I love that moment that you then see him years later at some like fancy do and he's like babe he's completely yeah. remembered me I couldn't believe it but of course because you, you. Made, you made him laugh <laughs> yeah. and he was like checking with you what jokes he should do literally yeah. I was like yeah again doing 18 18 doing television studies at university yeah got this opportunity an email from Open Mic Productions looking for stand-ins on a TV show. Didn't know what it mm. was. It turned out it was Alan Carr's Celebrity Ding Dong. Got to film it at the BBC. Yeah. Got to go into the BBC, have lunch there, sit there, pretend to be Carol Vorderman. <laughs> <laughs> like, watch Alan Carr rehearse and go through jokes. And then after a while, because I was there, it was like six weeks. So I was there every mm. week. And after a while, Alan would be like, London, what do you think of this one? Do I do this one or this one? Mm. And I'd be like, Alan Carr's after me comedy advice but again that's that's <gasps> such a testament to you because I he's think, not being not, like, <clears throat> he's yeah. a really nice person no he is lovely but also the fact that other people would have gone oh i'm not important i'm the lowest person here therefore i feel like shit whereas you were like opportunity yeah, yeah. Opportunity. Or, or you think you don't deserve to be somewhere yeah. you think oh, i don't want anyone here to think i'm arrogant about myself or want something i shouldn't have yet Yo, it's so, too tempting this, yes. i want this so badly so i'm just gonna like shut down because i'm so close but your attitude to be like everything is a possibility. Yeah. But that's I was like, not everyone has that attitude. Really? Yeah. I, that's just how I saw it. I was like, yeah. I get so, I was watching everything. I was watching the floor runner, the producer. I was watching what everybody did, the director, mm-hmm. where the cameras went. And then I got to sit in the audience afterwards. So I'd watch the yeah. show back and like, I would see where things worked well in rehearsal, didn't go down yeah. in it's real like a workshop, life. workshop, isn't it? Really was. But this is where Dweeb meets <laughs> yeah. stardom. Yeah, Because yeah. that is what a Dweeb does. It's what an intelligent person does. I should stop saying Dweeb. <laughs> because you're including yourself in the dweeb yes, we, we are, are also all dweeb yeah, yeah, yeah. it's part of the approach it's not I think people think someone else will come into your life and pluck you out yeah, and yeah. that's so rare it's more often someone going I'm doing 110% more work yes than, than someone else is thinking if I want to be there then I need to know the rest of this stuff yeah you're really really open about things like Edinburgh and yeah. Edinburgh's that would be considered failures. Because obviously yeah. we've all done Edinburgh. Yes. And when people get to know you once you're successful, they're really surprised <laughs> to hear this Edinburgh that's just gone. There was a girl, I don't know if you saw on, on Twitter, but like she did her show to oh, one yeah. person. Yeah. And she tweeted. And she cried. And she cried. And what I loved was the response of people like Dara. Yeah, it was lovely. Or yeah. Flights of the Concord, yeah. like um, Jermaine, saying to someone, that's what I had because they don't see that bit. Yeah, people yeah, yeah. People d- I said it. I was like, babe, yeah. that was me on 2017 yeah. and then mm. two years later I got nominated for Best Show. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was, yeah. We've all had that Edinburgh. And, and no oh one, yeah, and no one saw it because there was no one there. Yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah, so, literally. So, so you have to tell them retrospectively, oh, by oh the way, God. that was most people's path. Yeah. yeah. those Edinburghs and literally going, I can't afford to come again and I don't think I've got the confidence to do this yeah. to myself again. It destroys you. Yeah. So, and so you, you went, so you did, yeah, three I times. thought it's three times, and yeah. it's really interesting that you've put that in because again, if you don't know Edinburgh but you like comedy or are thinking about getting into it, seeing the messy path that that it takes. Yes. So you have that first Edinburgh, which is pretty classic Edinburgh. Yes. No funny weird venue. Yes. Tiny sharing it with you know the. 
telly in the background. Oh, all yeah. this stuff. Oh, yeah. No one really sees Curtains it. Curtains for Banshee walls. Labyrinth, Nidri Street, Cinema Room. <laughs> Shout Thank out you. to Banshee Shout Labyrinth. Wow, yes. And then you had the second one where you were like, right, I'm, expensive one. Expensive one. Yeah, yeah 15, 15 grand. grand. Yeah. yeah, which people again are shocked in the audience because the audience they 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 do the maths of Edinburgh and think everyone's making thirty grand. It's oh crazy. Yeah, no. it's like no one's making money. No one. No um, one. I want a little shout out because it made me laugh so much that you've name checked him. Oh yeah, we, we we love this. Like, you've shout, you've name checked Ryan from <laughs> Ryan the from the Pleasants. <laughs> Which I just one was imagining because you know you're very successful one of the, LA. One of the gatekeepers in comedy. In yes. the British comedy, like he runs the Pleasants, he books the comedy section. He it, also, um, like, just for laughs in Montreal. Yeah. He's yeah. on the judging panel. And, and I've known him I've reserves. Known Ryan for an extremely long time. Yeah. And it just made me laugh so much. I'm imagining like... Jamila Jamil or like Kevin Hart being like Ryan from the <laughs> how funny that everyone's gonna know him we my, myself and Sarah like, shout out to Ryan we both have the same Ryan story that he yeah. didn't get back to us wow <laughs> oh no he did oh, get, he, back, he didn't get, he back, did to get me. back to me and said he didn't understand what all the fuss was about oh wow <laughs> so when you said you rejected by Ryan from the presence I wanted to be like uh, yes, London. Yes, can we be in the library gang? Yeah. Literally, but then he then <laughs> yes, ate he his words. Yeah, and mm. now he said, he, "I have made him rethink how he treats new talent." Credit to Ryan. I just thought it was funny that we we're all in the same gang of like, <laughs> Ryan, just, please, can we be at the Pleasant? Please, yeah. Okay, I'll see you in two years' time. But, and, <laughs> and again, and again, the, the important lesson is that people who tell you no don't know better than you. No, they don't. Yeah. Sometimes you know better. Or than yeah. it doesn't. I think again, when you're starting comedy, it's like, oh well, if I don't get the Pleasant, that equals I'm shit. Yeah, and not yes. being like, no, no, it's a or no you, for now. You believe yeah. it's a no yeah. for now. You believe like, it's a meritocracy, and, yeah. but it's not. An, it's not a science. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You are both Gemini's. Gemini's. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say. So this comes up a lot in the show. We've had a lot of Gemini's on the show. Oh, I was really excited when I read that the Big Brother audition and seventy percent of the people were Gemini's. Yeah. yeah. When you said, "I'm not sure I believe in star sign traits, but what I do know is I'm a Gemini and I like to speak my mind." <laughs> Other true speaking Gemini's include Kanye West and Donald Trump. Make yes. of that what you will. Yeah. <laughs> when I was defending Gemini's to Monica Heisey, I used Naomi Campbell and Katie Price. Yeah. But it's all the same. Yeah. It's the same library gang. It's all same. Same, all library, same gang. library gang. Same yeah. library gang. I'm not in all that same library gang. gang. I sometimes wish I could be more like that because I'm much more pessimistic about Well, things. I know people that are like, I'm never going to achieve anything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And they don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Regardless of whatever they are. Yeah. So I've just always been like, why would I say it's not going to happen? So there's a part of it that can sound like magical thinking, yeah. yes. which is like, oh, just imagining the end point. But a lot of it's thinking about the path. Mm. To get there, actually what you're opening your mind to is, well, that would have to go right and I'd have mm-hmm. to get that. And do you know what? I'm going to have to actually make myself email that person or but speak to ta- that mm-hmm. person What I think you both or- do is taking yourself very seriously. Mm. And I mean, I don't mean you know serious I mean yeah. you take your talent very seriously and there's not a doubt it's like I know I can do this so how do I get from A Shall to B Shall I tell B? you what actually I think helped me and I don't know if it's the same with your Go parents on, but it might be having parents who don't take you seriously Yes, because mm. the fact that they don't care you don't have any sort of pressure no. of a parent going oh yes if you work hard at school yeah. or oh you were very good in that school play when they're just like oblivious to it oblivious. You, no, uh, one, oblivious. No, no one is changing your seven year old thing of like I think I will be on the TV yeah yeah Okay, yeah, maybe. Because nobody was telling me I couldn't. No one was telling me I could. No. So I was just doing me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, literally. If, if, or if no one's, like, really listening to what you're saying. No. It's like, you're just saying it. Yeah. But, yeah, but no one is saying, that's very unrealistic. Sarah. No one was telling me I couldn't yeah. do it. And even, like, the beginning of the book starts with pop star training. Mm. Oh, like, yeah, that's I'm, amazing. like, literally training for this thing that I know is going to happen. That my mum probably just thought, oh, 
Hannah's so. dancing to Spice Girls again. <laughs> she's been dancing to this song nonstop for yeah. an hour. What's she doing? In my head, I'm like, I need to be prepared. So if, Spice, if I meet the Spice Girls and they ask me to do choreo, I need to know the choreo to If You Want to Be My Lover yeah. so I can do it. And they might make me the sixth Spice Girl. Well, like, that is, so, so that's the thing. I never went to a Spice Girls concert, but if I had have done... She's the take that uh, no, matter no, how, take that. no matter how far back I was in the stadium, yes. I would have been standing behind 50,000 people thinking they could see, see me. 100%. But you but thought I'm that the person take that. You thought they heard her sing, you were ready with the harmonies, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. But, but the, that's the same with writing for the yeah. thing for Will Smith, because in case mm. Will Smith wanted me to be on the show, here's the character, here's the script. It's just being ready. We're I'm, just, we're also, just prepared. Yeah, I think that's what I mean, but you're taking it seriously. <laughs> yes. Whereas I think most kids or people who maybe want to be performers, it's like, oh, that's, I mean, that's mad. Whereas right. you're like, no, no, I'm ready. Because yes. it, because you're, there's a there's a percentage of your brain that's like, when I meet Will Smith. Yes. Not, God, I mean, how would that happen? You're like, no, no, no. When take that, call me on stage. But the thing when is, the Spice Girls I have met me. Will Smith. So it's like, <laughs> why would I not? So let's jump to like America now. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. as you say, you, oh so you were, you were in Fleabag. Yes. Which is yes. very, very cool. That was very cool. And then you went out with Cara Delevingne and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yes. <laughs> but hearing those kind of stories, that like so that is why you pick up someone's autobiography. Yeah. Because you want yeah. them to be getting drunk with people you yeah. admire yeah. and yeah. think are beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Well, that well, was again, crazy. I like that you, it's what you expect. Like when you're little and you're like, oh, in TV, that's what happens. And yeah. you started to live the life that you expect. Was often people say to you, oh, it's not like that. I go oh, yeah, home no. before and it's nothing like that. People like, told me that about LA. They were like, oh, you're not going to go to LA and have anything fabulous happen yeah, to you. Yeah. It's Los Angeles, babe. Mm. Like, it's not that like that for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> the book starts with me at Dave Chappelle's house. Yes, of course. <laughs> and, so, and, and, so, and you did an Edinburgh show that became... Kevin Hart produced yeah, Netflix yeah. So what was the how, Please tell so, me that journey Edinburgh yes, 2019 get your pens and pencils yeah. Edinburgh right 2019 down. Was a crazy time mm-hmm. It was a time Where I'd already been Having meetings in LA So I already had my foot One of my legs out the door I was yeah. like It was just I did it for 2017 me Yeah Because that show in 2017 Superstars Just nobody's realised it Was the worst mm. show I've ever done But also in that show You did talk about the fact that Britain is shit with black talent Yes The show was all about me Wanting to be Britain's answer to Whoopi Goldberg and then realising that it will never have an answer to Whoopi Goldberg because systemic racism yeah. so yeah. that was the show yeah, no, one's, no like one's they, asking the question yeah. where's Whoopi Goldberg yeah exactly yeah. No, but they don't want uh, but we, black if you think of to... the age of Whoopi it's like well we should have had an equal, equal person, person by, that, by this by point now. already yeah, yeah, but yeah. Britain doesn't even have a British Beyonce or a British Oprah so why would they have a British Whoopi and I remember leaving and being like I need to do Edinburgh one last time mm. for her for mm. that girl before I leave and go to America I'd already been signed with UTA which were a big agency they also represent Kevin Hart I'd never met Kevin Hart Kevin Hart doesn't know I exist at this point thank God Phoebe Waller-Bridge did Fleabag because the year before I went to Edinburgh Fleabag won every Emmy yeah so Fleabag had won 50,000 Emmys and all the Americans knew is that this Edinburgh festival is Mm. where Fleabag started in 2012 and you're able to be like oh Fleabag I'm in it and I'm also in Fleabag episode 3 I'm a sex shop worker so I'm like okay all of now LA who wasn't interested in Edinburgh as so much before because of the Phoebe Waller-Bridge effect they were now looking for their next Phoebe Waller-Bridge in Edinburgh so they had their eyes on Edinburgh more than ever before and I want to just add as a DVD extra that you got the part in Phoebe because you'd auditioned for Crashing her other show and hadn't got it so shout out to thinking oh I didn't get a part and therefore nothing good happens that people do remember you and then she cast you in Fleabag from that I think she wrote the part in Fleabag for me is what she said because she remembered my audition being so funny and sexual that she wrote a funny sexy part for me in the show and gave it to me so essentially that show's won 50,000 Emmys everyone's looking for the next middle class white woman that talks about sex and that's the year I'm like fuck this industry I'm going to America anyway I'm going to do the show I want and the show I want is called To Catch a Dick (laughs) (laughs) and so like at that time I'd just done Celebs Go Dating in Britain so I had 40,000 Instagram followers which meant Ryan from The Pleasants took me seriously as a performer (laughs) so I got The the Dream this show was just me and a mic and dick jokes and I I was like, let's go. I don't give a damn if no one comes. I'm doing it. 
for me. Yeah. And that's the show that sold yeah. out. That's the show that literally sold out day two that wow. Lupita Nyong'o flew from LA to wow. go and see that uh, my agent was turning away Netflix to fit in HBO, HBO yeah. to fit. Like it was crazy. And the, it was all a buzz. <laughs> so my agents in America were like, everybody wants to see this show. We don't have, how can we, they, you know, they mm. want to fly, but they can't get in. People are flying from LA to see the Guys, show. Guys, you need to email Ryan at the Pleasance. Um, <laughs> and uh, someone uh, filmed uh, BBC were going to do a documentary about Lenny Henry and Lenny wanted me and Lenny had come to the show three times yeah. and Lenny wanted me in the documentary and Lenny got the BBC to film me uh, performing the show mm, wow. and I didn't have any footage of me performing it and so mid-festival we have this footage raw footage of me performing it and like my team are like Kevin Hart has requested to see it. Oh my God. And it was London, like... I'm going to stop you here because even before this point, how did that feel? It yeah. was like the people being desperate to come it in. It was and... crazy. I was... Especially after those Edinburgh's when you've yeah. had bad Edinburgh's and then you have a good Edinburgh. People, it's like you've been punched in the face by someone. Yeah. And now they're like kissing you and you're like, Literally. what's happening? You know what? I was really sad because in 2017, me, even though I felt like shit, yeah. I didn't feel like shit because I didn't know how good it could be. So knowing yeah. how good it was yeah. made me feel even worse <laughs> yes. for 20s. I was like, oh, she, I really had a shit Edinburgh. Mm. Like, I had the worst. Mm. And yeah, this raw footage of me doing stand up. Um, uh, Kevin Hart Kevin, wants to see it. Kevin wants to see it. He watched it and was like, she's going to be a star. I need to meet her. Wow. So he flew me to Las Vegas to meet <laughs> so, her. So when you hear, so, okay, so just, we have yeah. to slow whoa, down. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So when you hear, so <clears throat> when you hear someone like Kevin Hart yeah. has said that about you, yeah. do you just think, of course he thinks that it's true? Or is it very exciting? I was like, I was right. I'm gonna, I, was, I was like, yeah. You're like, yeah. Tony Blair knew it. Jeremy Corbyn knows <laughs> This is the thing, like, the thing is, yeah, this is why I can't live in this country anymore. Yeah. Because it's like I'm, da- it's like I've been gaslit. Yeah. Imagine yeah. being told, like, I was told by every producer that I didn't have what it takes. Mm. I was a niche. Uh, I, our audience wouldn't get her. Oh, she's, oh no, London Hughes, she's too loud. London Hughes, oh, she does black dress. Oh, London Hughes, she's vulgar. La, 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 yeah. For 10 years. Yeah. And I only had me being yes. like, they are wrong. London, but you did, know, you did know like, you won funny women, so you did know that some people got it, audiences got it, your gigs yes. were amazing. Yes. It was the establishment. Yeah, it was when I so when I won Funny Women, which was 2009, I'd been doing stand-up for three months and I won this competition. I'd do a gig and kill it, and then I'd, you know, the producers would be talking to the white dudes yeah. and not me. Mm. And I'd be like, oh, they're gonna come over to me eventually. And they just wouldn't. And I remember just being like, what do I have to do to get these people to see that like I'm worth something and they just was like nah and it was always nah and like when I won Funny Women my interview (laughs) with the South London Press is so delusional my auntie has it framed and it's basically (laughs) me going well this is what I did in three months so imagine what I could do in a year I will have TV shows movies da 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 because that's I was taught that if you work hard and you're a nice person and you're talented, things will happen yeah, for boom, you. Boom, boom, so I was open. like, I'm clearly talented. I've won this competition. I work really hard and I'm a nice person. Boom. Yeah. I didn't take into consideration I'm a black woman in yeah. Britain in 2008. And you're definitely <laughs> right as when you when you look at other people's timelines. Yeah. So when you look at people, like you said, who like suddenly are on Mock the Week instantly. Literally. And are, like, getting known. Sorry. <laughs> but this is the thing. Like, men. I was talking about men. It was just, it's just men. all men. I, I yeah. remember like Ramesh... I had, I remember I saw Ramesh in Edinburgh and he did a half an hour show and I was like, that guy's talented. Mm. And at the time I had a Radio 4 pilot and like I, I begged them to have Ramesh in the pilot and they were like, who is he? We don't really know. I was like, I wrote this part for him. Yeah. He's great. And he got the part and we did the pilot and, and it was me, Ramesh, Gronya Maguire, Humphrey Kerr and it oh aired on BBC Radio 4. It didn't get a series. Yeah. And then like, Ramesh went on to be Ramesh Ranganathan (laughs) and I was still in the same situation that I was when I was begging him to be on the show. And I was like, my mum would be like, how comes, because he played Adnan Mm. in my show. Mum would be like, how comes Adnan is a host? I'm like, his name's Ramesh. And uh, (laughs) yeah, he's he's a famous comic now in Britain. And like, I just remember watching everyone, just everyone I knew who was a guy, regardless of race, like just glow up yeah. <laughs> they would be like Joe Lysett oh Joe Lysett oh Josh Widdicombe oh Josh Widdicombe mm, like everyone yeah. became a thing and I'm from that same era and I remember doing 8 out of 10 cats trials as you mm. know like how 
how much work they make you do just to rehearse and audition yeah. for this. And I remember just killing my auditions and Josh, me and Josh was like, it was me, Josh Widdicombe. can't remember who else it was. And Josh turned to me and was like, you killed it, mate. Mm. You've got this. And then Josh got asked to be on the show and I didn't. And we were messaging each other and he was like, you, they'll call you. They'll call you to be on the show because you oh, killed bless it. Josh. And like, it didn't happen. Yeah. And it was just like, what? <laughs> and so when America... <laughs> just saw when Kevin Hart one of the biggest comedians <laughs> in the world worth sees 500 million dollars yeah. sees much is raw footage you need to introduce us to Kevin Hart I will come see to wa- LA see if he wants a book podcast literally he, he has every he's taken over How the world how does he feel about dancing he loves dancing <laughs> good. he's a very good dancer oh, but this is the thing okay. if yeah. he sees the talent yeah, in me yeah. he doesn't know me he doesn't owe me anything he's not even from my country mm. and he's like yeah I see it. I was like, then were you guys all blind? No, I think it's an attitude as well. And I think what you have, I can, having been to LA, it totally fits that world in a way that here, like people do get so funny. When I went to LA, it was awful. It was awful. But (laughs) I I came back with an LA attitude because you have to have it out there. So I was, I came back and I was like very confident about auditions because you're going all the time and you just get really into it. You'd been taught how to sell yourself because there's no point flying to LA and then going in there as a British person. So many people ruin their chances by being humble and British. I was humble and British. And I had unbelievably terrible auditions that I should one day write down because they were so bad. But by the end of it, I'd figured out, people had spoken to me and said, you have to stop apologising and you walk in so then I came back here and they, my agent was like oh you got a casting and I went in LA version because mm-hmm. I'd literally I think I'd been back a week and I was so confident I was like oh hi Nettie. and there, there was four men and they were recoiling oh, they were like <gasps> wow okay well you'd, you'd made a do you pilot. want to just sit down you made um, a pilot on BBC3 I had the pilot yeah and, and, you, and she said to them did you watch my pilot which yeah. is what you would do in America in LA because I hadn't in America I'd be like oh I made something don't worry about it it's not a big deal you probably shouldn't see it, it wasn't very good it didn't right. and they were so funny me and they were so like shitty and edgy because I and I thought oh I see I have to go back to being British oh like wow. I was like oh I've come in the LA version and now I need to drop so all is that, that like, why I've done wrong I've just been American <laughs> this whole time you've been American this whole time oh no particularly here which you mentioned in the book it is systematically racist and very threatened by confidence which is the same yes. it, it really is a reflection of the school bullies which you acknowledge yeah, yeah. why would a 14 year old girl have a problem with another 14 year old girl well, usually because it makes her feel bad about herself there's mm. something about them that, that you know makes 100%. them feel insecure da, 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 da. and i think that's what happened to our industry our industry has changed and it's not fixed completely it? no yeah. no it, it's got it's got better but I, Slow, that doesn't mean it? that i can say Oh, you know, the people who should be getting really huge opportunities are getting them. It's just that they realise, they actually realise that comedy only flourishes if it's not homogenous. Right. Like, and, in, and in every way, there needs to be difference and yeah. diversity. Yeah, and it's changing. It's slow and it's too slow. And I, and you are dealing with a country, I mean, obviously America has its problems, yeah. but it is systematically racist in a very particularly British way. Yeah. I, I And I did an interview recently and they were like, why don't you just stay and try and, why did you leave? Why should you? And I'm like, don't you want better for me? Yeah. Like yeah. in LA, I feel very fabulous. Like in LA, <laughs> people say good morning to me. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm appreciating that I have British privilege mm. in America. So when I speak, and they yeah. hear my accent they think, I, they're like oh she's British I am celebrated anyway for being British yeah. but then I'm also celebrated for my talent even more yeah. I am a comedian that, that is a thing out there like yeah. you're a comic you perform at the comedy store you have a Netflix special oh wow here I who, come back who do you think you are exactly <laughs> I can't even get booked on certain things still here like wow. when I get booked on things in the UK they still try and give me the rate, like the oh. mid rate or the lower mm. rate. And I'm like, no, there's only four mm. British comics that have a Netflix special and I'm one of them. Yeah. So I need the high rate. But they're like, yeah, but you're still a black girl. So uh, diversity is like, mm. this is what I say. I feel like Britain still thinks like we should have it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Not that they want it though. It's like the whole book is just a giant fuck you to everybody yeah, who you. said that. Yes. And but it's nice it's not that fuck you because it's not, no, not fuck it's not you. angry. No, no, it's, it's not. But yeah. it is. It's a, what I mean is like it's. Re- I'm really glad that you have all this evidence. To be like <laughs> you reason, were wrong because some people don't get the evidence. No. Yeah. The reason I say you know? even angry because you know like Alan Partridge has that, and and that's why I had the last laugh. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the book isn't that. No, yeah. it's actually just you enjoying your own journey. Yeah, remembering some of those things. Yeah, yeah. and I put that's why I put so much failing failure yeah, yeah. in the book. But you it's sad that you have to leave the yes. country you were born in. Exactly. Exactly. You can't make the programs that, that I want. live near your mum. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that is, 
Because I think England, we, we celebrate it a bit. Like, well, LA exists. No, that's but, wonderful. But also, yeah. but, but England misses out. I know yeah. that we have TV from all over the world, but there are countries that are making really incredible comedy. Yeah. yeah. And that's that used to be us. Yeah. Britain was seen as like, we are the comedy connoisseurs. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. And the people now in charge have ruined that. And I do think that it's sad looking back on it that, you know, I never got a TV show here. Mm. Like, and now yes. I, yes. well, I have one now <laughs> yeah. coming out, but it's just Kevin Hart produced it. <laughs> but it's just like, I had to go to America to get it. We normally do a last line. Mm. So you you quote a Brene, Brene Brown quote, which I think is such a brilliant quote anyway, but what you said afterwards made me laugh, which is, um, that night I remembered the famous Brene Brown quote, if you're not in the arena getting your ass kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback. Yeah, babes, I listen to your opinions once you've walked a mile in my inflatable duck costume. <laughs> I just think like that sums up what you've been through and where you're going of like you have done some insane and crazy jobs that have only enriched and enhanced your experience. Yes. And that's why you don't need to hear anybody's feedback. I don't need feedback. to hear anybody's yeah. feedback, truly. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't care what you think of me, I'm a queen. <laughs> there we go. That's our line. That's our line. London, thank you so, thank you so much. much. It's been lovely. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for listening to the weirdos book club you can find london on instagram at the london hughes and her book living my best life hun is available to buy now in all brilliant bookshops go and get it next week's book guest is Ooh, Ooh. persuasion by jane austen can we persuade you to listen <laughs> sarah's book weirdo is available to buy now as is my book you're not alone thank you, you for, for reading with us we, we like reading with you, with you. 